Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they inspire love or hate, from the flag to navigate, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He's soaking wet and wondering how he ended up on his ass. It's my co-host, Evan. He puts on a brave face while everything else is giving way. Is that how it sounds in the song? Sure. It's my co-host, Saker. Okay, very good. I had to wait to be introduced. I'm it's sorry. It's my co-host, Saker. What song are you singing? Just out of curiosity. Just sing talking, man. Just sing talking. That's where I'm at right now. Just sing talking. We are doing a an unusual evening record. 3 a.m. I must be lonely. Matchbox 20. I- is that what you call the evening? That's your evening. You're a late night guy. 3 a.m., you're just starting the night, right? Well, that's uh, so people used to tell me in college, like, oh, yeah, things don't even start popping off until, you know, midnight, 1 o'clock. Yeah. We're just going to hang out in our house. for Like, because it's, you know, they're like, we'll meet at our house at 9 and then do nothing for three hours while we wait for people to show like, up at the place we want to get to. game Yeah. Well, then you just show up at the bar, like, hammered, right? Yeah. <laughs> then you don't spend as much on drinks. Right, but... That's how- Okay. I say this with the caveat of I have never gone out to a bar with the intention to drink. I lit- I didn't start drinking until I was 25, and then it was just all in my house and other people's house. It's too expensive to go out and drink. That Damn seems right. like a fool's errand. I want to pick the music. Exactly. <laughs> For free. And also, there- I can I can... I just like drinking with people I like, and I can invite anybody to my house. Exactly right. Yeah. But you can't meet new people. I guess that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Although, who wants to and meet people at 40 years We're also speaking to, old. it's like our Midwestern privilege, too, where we have houses to invite people to, and, you know, like, we don't live in this tiny apartments anymore. But, I mean, I did live in tiny apartments back when I was in college, and I still didn't go out to the bar. Okay. Well, there you I go. I lived in an apartment above a bar, a literal bar, a honky-tonk Which bar. Which bar? Uh, West End Tavern. It was oh, a fucking nightmare i don't think i even know west end tavern that was, was in athens yeah yeah it was down down pretty far away from campus so oh. a 20 minute walk to and from campus is that the biker bar no i'm thinking smiling skull. that's smiling skull yeah west end was a was a townie bar that my uh roommate got shut down because he would call the police on them every night which, jesus christ yeah we shut them down well they would eventually shut down because of it not because of I him see. because uh, he started a tradition where all the people above it would because there was no insulation and right. they would play like there was that one kid rock song that i ball can with the ball, the bang, no no the no bang. it's like a, it's something about full country it's him and like um cheryl crow singing, oh. a, singing a duet but all i remember is the bass line because it just come came up through the <laughs> and they would the bar would go till 2 a.m which is fine that's what bars do and then they would sure. show up at like 8 a.m in the morning for some fucking reason to open the bar i don't know why maybe they serve breakfast or something and they would Ooh, kick fun. the fucking jukebox on again so Hell it was just yeah. six hours of silence around and then tuesdays was karaoke night which as you can imagine living right above where they're singing delight just a fucking delight that sounds fun as hell to be you could wander downstairs and do karaoke never went there once a once oh, i no, of course you didn't you hate karaoke and there was a um they that was back when you let smoking and you're allowed to smoke in bars so the smoke right. would just come Right up through the floor. Mm. We had to smash the uh, um, sarcoma monoxide detector because it kept going off. And this just added to the idea that you may have been in hell. Like, even though the floor was smoking, like, you couldn't get any sleep. It probably felt like some circle. It was a nightmare. It was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it was like, sounds like a little It was redneck hell, because it was a, this is a townie bar. And I do feel kind of bad for taking that away from them. But at the same time, you know, I had to live on top of it, man. Let me see if this I live with it any... every day. I live with it every day. <laughs> Let me see if this provokes any response in you. Living my life <laughs> in a slow hell. <laughs> Different girl. <laughs> that, 
That's not, I could hear that. That's what it was. Living my love in a slow hell. Then yeah, the bass would just <laughs> shake my bed. Yeah. Um. Yep. There was. It came there back used to, to me. Be, there back. used to be a guide online for bars that have the like choose your own the the jukebox that are internet connected where it's like millions of songs available to you. Uh-huh. There used to be a guide online for like the absolute worst shit that you could put on. Like there was a 16 minute like ambient noise song that was just like <laughs> that like if you really wanted to hurt people, you could put that on. I I can't remember. I'll I'll look for that. I'll see if I can't attach it to this episode's notes. Well, the bartender's but, uh, just uh, the bartender's just unplug it though. I guess, but you I mean, get you don't want to like troll people in a bar that you're in, right? But nobody knows because you're doing it all through your phone. Oh, great! So it's just like the internet. I mean, yeah, basically. What's not fun about that? Just trolling, just trolling random people. Trolling randos. You don't troll the randos on the net. I feel like there's enough hate in this world already, Saker. Yeah. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Wow, little good boy Evie. No, just okay. I save my hatred for people who deserve it. And who deserves your hatred? Anyone. Do the bare naked ladies deserve your hatred? After this song, maybe. Oh shit. <laughs> Listeners, our song this week is called Here Before. And if you've never heard it before, here before a quick sampo. my best sampo i gave you did i send you that sampo in the mail semen sampo um ebo here before uh interesting that we mentioned so much bar music because this felt like sort of a honky-tonk bar sort of song to me it kind of did it felt there was a lot of like uh friction in this song for me Mm. because it opens up with like a big fucking driving arena rock drums like a part of like a Queen song. Yeah, it opens up with "Buddy, you're a bar, make a yeah, big noise." One hundred percent. And yeah. then like, tingling a ting, 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 ting. Like Kevin comes in on like a, a gentle piano. Yeah. And I'm like, what is fucking going on here? And then the guitar cuts in, and it actually becomes the song. But like, yeah. Like mixing that, it just it just was uh, the disconnect really really threw me for a loop. It is some weird. It's like honky tonk piano, but it is kind of light. And at the very beginning, I know exactly what you're talking about. It sounds like Kevin's just like practicing. <laughs> like, all right, I, I know I have to. I know I have to do this song later. So, oh, you guys are starting right now. Okay, all right, I'm gonna catch up with you. Yeah, it was just um, it was just kind of jarring. Like, and and then the guitar gets chunkier and everything's okay. But yeah, it mellows out by like the first chorus. Can I ask you what you mean by a lot of friction in this song? You just mean friction between the light and the heavy? Yeah, like that yeah, sort of... yeah, like that. I felt like the song couldn't quite decide what it was. Okay. I thought this song to me sounded less frictional and more hollow. Like there's there's a something at the core of the song that's... And this is where my music criticism falls apart. Because to me, this song sounded hollow. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I couldn't tell you what that means. It just feels like there's like some sort of airiness to Kev's yeah. keys in the background. The song sounds disconnected somehow. It's there's... like where like like someone cuts you off in traffic and you're like, motherfucker. 
and then you like follow them for like maybe two or three lights and you finally like because they do that thing where they cut you off and they run like they run a yellow to cut they cut you off and run a yellow and then you catch up to them later and you're like haha dipshit and you like pull up next to them and you kind of just glance over you don't want to like rub it in or anything you don't sure. you, you don't want any road rage or something but you look it over and they look back at you and you see that they have just there's nothing behind their eyes they're just a soulless automaton and you're like yeah oh shit i'm glad i didn't pick a fight with that monster oh my god yeah what and that's the that's the that's the literal that's the equivalent of this song dun, 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 dun. yeah okay <laughs> i could hear that um but this there's something very it is soulless i mean i i have a feeling this whole album is going to be soulless that's, stop right i'm gonna stop you right there that's been your refrain for like the last three albums when you when any song slightly disappoints you. Here's the problem. I've been right. Even though Grinning Streak was good, it was pop nonsense. You've been right about some songs within the context of their new oeuvre, but you haven't been right about their entire... Like, I mean, you liked Grinning Streak. It, you, yeah, put it, I, I, you liked the previous album. You liked you liked these albums, Saker. What's oh, wrong okay. with you? Here's here's a deep cut. Ready? Hum for me. Uh, hum for me. Am I the only one? Can you hum it? No. Now you're just being obstinate. <laughs> Grandma, you know the only one. Is that it? Exactly. Uh, now, hum for me, daydreaming. D- I might be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But, the, I mean, the idea is that even the deep cuts on old albums meant something to me. They felt important. And it's not because I listened to them a million times. Because I haven't listened to fucking Bull Maybe You Should Drive in a million shit. years. What's that? But you listened to them prior to starting this podcast. like. Yeah, okay, maybe so. Yeah. All right, I'm maybe calling, I'm, I'm just calling you. I'm calling your bluff, Saker. You could call my bluff. All right. I was buffing. your I turn for the roulette. Put that pistol to your head, buddy. Let, let me hear it click. Let me hear it click. Okay, let me roll a roll 1d6. If I get a one, I'm dead. Ooh, that's a two. I came close. I came close. Um, and do as you, you all roll? know, listeners, if Saker dies, this podcast is off the air forever. So. That's correct. The moment I die, or uh, the moment we roll, uh, thanks, that was fun, three times in a row. Which, we, I mean, we keep adding stuff to the wheel, so that's yeah, never, well, it'll never happen. vanishingly small. Because um, it's the one vanishing. It does sound, this song, even though it's got that hollowness in the middle, it kind of, it sounds very hopeful, very excited. There's definitely an energy to it. They're bringing some energy to this song. Um, Ed's like... Ed sounds more excited on this song than he sounded, you know, he's like, it's it's kind of a frantic, the semi-frantic energy to this song where he's like, woo, and like, let's kick it. I could see him kicking his legs on stage to this song. And I feel like, I feel like this song was written by Ed and the Bean Aches in the same way that a lot of the songs on the previous albums have been written. It's like, hey, you guys want to write a song that's going to be really fun to play on, on stage? We just we can just like go on a stage and just like smile at each other and like rock out and bob our little graying hair heads yeah. and you know just like make our little th- crotch thrusts and walk <laughs> walk back and forth across the stage. You just want to do that. You just want to do that forever. And then all the all the they like hold hands and they're like yes yes forever <laughs> yes, forever we shall we forever. leave this world together. Um. See, the problem is I don't know how often they've played this song. Um. I could only find two live versions of it online. Did you? Find oh wow! I only found one. Okay. It just seems like, but the live version I saw, it seemed like they were having a good time. Sure, it did. They actually have only played it four times live. Are you ready for this? 2015, June 27th, 28th, 29th, July 1st. And then they were like, 
fuck this song. It is off the set list forever. Those are the only four times they've ever played it. So they were like, you want to write a song that's fun to play live? And then they like yeah. tried it out and they're like, nope, this isn't fun. <laughs> I think that's exactly what happened. And I think a lot of that problem is the way this song is sung. This is a real weird Ed trying out this vocal style where he's like syllable stacking, but he's not rapping. He's word it's stacking. Like, I got, I agree that it's weird and I don't like it, but yeah. it made me super nostalgic for word stacking. Like I'm like, it, oh, little Eddie's back to his, his little stacking ways. Look at him stack. For sure. Look at the yeah. little boy stack. It was very it cute. It, it made me think about when he was in diapies and we were all just watching him, you know, learn to walk. See, it's getting bigger fast. By the time it looks life size, I'll be soaking wet, wondering how I ended up on my ass. It's it's country, but it's like a little more free form on the verses. Like, the, I mean, the problem, and, and I think what makes this a lot less memorable is that, like, am I the only one? As soon as I think about it, I go, am I the only one? This song, I could probably sing the chorus, but if you asked me to sing the words... Night can undercut Riverbank, knowing that you might go swimming, but it doesn't matter anyway. I would be like, I don't know how those words fit together, how they fit into and the, the thing song. Is, they don't. No, they don't. Because he's like, not at all. Like, never thought I would find. I would wind up finding out nothing was quite as you took for grow, grow granted all along. Jesus, that's this, a lot. That's a lot of line. This whole song feels like I'm having a stroke. Like, I tried to parse the lyrics, and the lyrics are meaningless to me. Like, it, uh, big boys digging in the dirt, squirting out a juice tub, moose love getting on your shirt. Like, what? Uh, what is the song about? I can't figure um, it out. I had a couple ideas, but we'll get to that when we get to the lyrics. Are oh, we I mean, let's get now? to the lyrics. I'm ready. I mean, definitely it's a song about getting older right he talks about like he like gaining weight like he references gaining weight twice in the song i feel like yeah i mean it's about getting older i think but like it's just just him stack like you can get tangled up and be arrested trying to land on your feet and still wind up landing on your head like he just he just had so much he wanted to put into it and none right. of it was very good i thought i'm working on the wrong side but maybe it's the wrong bed you can get tangled up and be arrested trying landing on your feet and still wind up landing on your head. My my question is like, is Ed back to his cheating ways? Is this like him? Like he like cheated on his wife. Obviously, we know that. That's what Grinning Streak was all about. Oh, but then like he sees somebody. Way. He's like he's like tempted again, and he's like, oh wait, wait, what am I? Hmm. I've been here before. I know how this ends. I've read a whole fucking album apologizing to my wife. Oh shit! Um, you know, like I like I'm not gonna be. I'm. I've been here before. I'm not gonna do it again. I think this is him like rejecting. Wow. You know, the opportunity to cheat again. I love that read. Why would I fall back into this shit storm? What went wrong? Why would I get it all over me? Why would I fall back into this shit storm? What went wrong? Why would I get it all over me? Really interesting read. I, of course, read it in the most facile fucking way possible, which is, this is a Steve song because I can't think about anything <laughs> but Steve. Like, you know, uh, you know, because talking about like going back to the the old days, like I've been here before. I've been doing music with Steve. I don't need to do that anymore, right? Oh, yeah, that's a good. But that's I, a good read too. But I think I like your read better. I think I like the like referentially going back to Grinning Streak and just saying like, hey wifey i love you i'm not gonna do that to you anymore um yeah i do i i like that read of it and that's why he straps um, on his his wedding out his wedding gown at the end right 
Sorry? It squeezes back into his gown. Oh, I understand. Okay, the suit, that's his suit gown. His suit gown. With the butt flap. Way too much for. Maybe I'll squeeze back into this suit. I paid way too much for. Cause you can feel bad these days for free. Boy, do I love his falsetto that in that. Actually, in the bridge. is the part that like the bridge. I think is the like standout portion of this song. Oh, like, for I could, sure. I would. I could kick eighty percent of this song to the curb, but I could listen to that bridge over and over again, maybe twenty times. Yes, I love that '80s sort of like what went wrong. <laughs> like it's a very very fun. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. The 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 bridges stand out on this one. Um, I mean, there's a lot of st- we've got baby. We got hand claps. Like, talk about standout. They just, they just can't stop patting themselves on the fucking back, can they? <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think they want to. I don't think they have to. For 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 as far as I'm concerned, they don't need um, to, but they do it anyway, which makes it all the more irritating to me. Yeah, yeah. You know what? This is another monkey's paw song for me because in the last episode, I said like, "Fuck!" I wish they would get back to story songs. Like, I'm tired of this like pop verse chorus verse chorus 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 done. And in this, we're getting a track that feels like less of a sketch. Like, there's lots of lyrics that are clearly meaningful. It's deeper than usual. They're not trying to make a radio song. But it also, like, I don't know. I, well, this, I, I feel don't know. like this is, this is Ed getting back to his roots in a lot of ways for me because this is a song where he's word stacking, he's playing with his voice, and he's also writing lyrics that don't necessarily hang together. Because remember yeah. back in the day, he just wrote a song about, you know, seeing a comic, a Silver Surfer comic, you know, in the store. Yeah, and absolutely. Some random, and some random shit about growing up. Which was cool. And I felt like that made equally as much sense as this song, probably. Yet but now some... he's all grown up, so he can't write about that anymore. He's Rugrats all grown up. He might even be Ed in Paris at this point. <laughs> do, you I think if, uh, do you think if Ed and the Beanakes rewrote Grade 9, what, how would it be different? Um, I mean, would their experiences in Grade 9 have changed? No, but this, just remembering back to Grade 9. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, would you write a fundamentally different song about your middle school experience or your, your freshman? I guess for great times freshman, right? Yeah. In Canada. So your early high school experience, would you write a fundamentally different song in your late teens, early 20s as compared to your 50s? Sure. I understand what you mean now, because then I would have written a song like grade nine. And now I would have written a song where I'm what a jackass i was a fucking jackass <laughs> yeah. and cringing the entire song i'm so glad internet culture wasn't a thing and 100%. i could not be videotaped because i did and said things i regret i would have been the first star wars kid before star wars kid happened uh, uh yeah totally late at Grade night nine. it still wakes me in my sleep <laughs> with shame I think, think about the time that i almost made out with nikki uh nikki if you're listening to the bare naked ladies podcast <laughs> welcome to the show um yeah, God, dude. You were it's... so close to Nikki. You were so close to to making out. I know. I decided not to last second. You know, that's just how it happens. But yeah. why did I even get you were, that close? You were, you were just like, no, nah, I don't what think I will. Wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Lay this out for me. I'm kind of curious now. Well, what we want me to lay out for you? We were both. She was. She was over at my house for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, my room was in the basement. My parents were upstairs. We were. I don't know. Messing around or like, I check out this cool VHS tape, and then we were like sitting together and then we were like laying together and i was like are we gonna like i didn't say anything but then i was like i yeah let's not i don't i don't want to do i mean because i had a girlfriend at the time hey way to write a song about my experience in high school because 
I am cringing now just thinking about it. There you go, Saker. See, see you buried the fucking lead. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, of course. I mean, that's... Uh, anyway. Well, Do we could, have to talk about this? I don't want to talk be, about this it's anymore. It's too late. Too late. We're already, it's already out there. The toothpaste is out of the tube? That's right. All right. Can't, Fair enough. Can't put it in your mouth and try and push it back in. We're all dumbasses in high school. Can yeah, we? And we you are. know what? I was a dumbass straight up through probably the year after I graduated college. Probably long oh, after that, too. I was, a, to I was a dumbass up until... What's today? April 7th? So probably I would say April 4th, I think, was the last day I was a dumbass. Oh, okay. So you're totally... Uh... Do you have like one of those little signs that says like zero days since dumbass? That's correct. Zero yeah. days since Saker did something uh, incredibly dumb. Um, I do love, we're getting something that we don't usually get in this song, which is Ed. Number one, you're exactly right. Ed is doing Ed on this song. He's writing a song for himself. He's writing lyrics for himself. He's doing Ed on the choruses, meaning like he's doubling up his vocals. Like he won't even let mm-hmm. the other big dogs play. Um, <laughs> Are they big dogs? And then in the last choruses, he's doing something that I love in Bernic, in in other songs, but we barely get it in Bernic and Lady songs, which is he's going full diva on the ending. You know, I've been here before. Like he's just like, <laughs> you know, he's vibing on the on the words, and you know, he's he's not doing them to the normal thing. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. I wish we got this in more songs. take it maybe once an album okay that's all you need that's all i need i just need a little taste of that and uh i'm good to go good to go that's fair this but it was hard because even though everything about this song kind of appeals to me for some reason that hollowness still it was like listening to the song was like static on my brain like i had listened to it like 10 times and then i looked at the notes i had taken and i took like six notes like i don't i was just i couldn't get there i don't know what was happening with me in this song this was a hard this was a hard song to judge right uh it's just it just um i think it was just the lackluster chorus right yeah could have been didn't, it didn't grab like you need you need a chorus to hook you in so you get interested in the lyrics and whatnot and i don't think it did i don't think it managed that so we kind of we kind of failed at the first step I don't, I think the, yeah, even though it's the like, course. It's like all the runners line up at the gate, ref shoots the gun, eight runners go off, the third runner shits his pants. Yeah, that's absolutely 100% how this goes down. Um, poop, poop, pants. And then, then he stares at the crowd and does it again. And they, <laughs> they, 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 everything goes quiet. The other runners stop and look back and they go, no, he's not, he's not, he's not going for it. And then. And then the hattle? he crosses his arms and a third, third oh shit fills God. his pants. Oh, them, one more time. You can see and them ballooning be... down. Everyone's on their feet, cheering, yeah! cheering. And he's he falls over on his side. He can barely, he's like gesturing, like, bring me, bring me something. <laughs> bring me water. He's so dehydrated. I need fiber cereal. They run, Please. <laughs> they run over with some Wheaties and a butt mug of Gatorade, Mango Extremo. Uh-huh. He downs them and he squeezes as hard as he can and then. Boom! It's a blowout. Just yeah, knocks out his O-ring. Nope. They think it's another oh, shit, oh. but actually he's just prolapsed oh, his entire rectum. No. That's, that's the, see, you can't... 
he had better to haddle and lose than never haddle. <laughs> no, better it is to... not better to have haddled and lost. <laughs> haddled and lost than never haddled the paddle. All that dude did was shit his pants three times and then blow his anus out. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever blown your anus out pooping no. too much? No, no, I have not. And I hope okay. that it never happens. I have seen <laughs> blow, I have I have seen and put prolapsectums back in. You what? Yeah. Alright, yeah. tell me about Nikki. Yeah. Well, Nikki is over my my room, and she was looking at VHS tapes in my room. My room was in the tower, so we were uh-huh. pretty high up. And you know, and then, no. What when did you put a prolapse thingus back when in? I was the a director for a, a camp for special needs. Uh, oh, okay. Children and adults. Checks was, out. Uh, there was some stuff that I had to do there that I'm not. I'm, it's not that I'm not proud of. It's that uh, prepared me for the rest of my life. Sure, sure. Like I've changed. Which, I changed so many diapers before I had a kid. I've had so many people scream at me. And yeah, hit me and things like that. Yeah. Oh, so a, you were you were well prepared for for having a child. Yeah, yeah, and I still lost my temper all the time. Weird how that happens. Wow. With those kids or with your kid? With my kid. With oh, the other okay. kids, I was on my best behavior. Weird. All right, that's fair. You oh not my, no no not not my best behavior. Oh, I see. Okay, good. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> um, what else? I think that was about. I I, I did like the interesting half pivot on like. Did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, or did you wake up in the wrong bed entirely? Hey, like that's a piano pivot, I guess. Yeah, like, that speaks to him, like uh, you know, not maybe cheating. Yeah, maybe not I, cheating. I, once you pointed that out to me, I could totally see it. This song felt a lot like keeping it real to me, just like one octave lighter somehow. <laughs> right? I had totally forgot there was a song keeping it real till you said keeping it real. Okay, and it was like. It triggered something, and I had like six fl- <laughs> like nested like Russian nesting doll flashbacks for the sure. keeping it, keeping it real. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you don't beat me for keeping it. Like that's a chorus that sticks in your brain. One tall mother got a hole in his shoe. <laughs> like <laughs> good ass song, love that. I um, wanna do a handle, but I can't go poo. <laughs> <laughs> Blew my anus out on the fourth little try. <laughs> But that Go. John Haddle is a hell of a guy. <laughs> I say that's good. I like that. Um, yeah, live the two live versions. Uh, he number one, Ed can't hit those individual high notes live, uh, which makes sense. That's and fine. He can't, very... You said you said they want the Mohegan Sun. Um, yes, I think so. That's the first time they did it live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that yeah. one. He, and he can't he can't hit the high notes, and he can't do the word stacking yeah he I, I love that he fantasizes about remembering the second verse of the song he's like maybe one day i'll remember it so clearly this song is just too hard for them to do yeah. live which is fair but kev's I mean, really kev's really schlong on that piano hey he's got like, his dick straight across all the keys he's schlonging all over it schlonging it that's that's how he can hit the high note the the middle notes like <laughs> he's got the he's got the bass octave the treble octave and in the middle bing 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 he's just he's just slapping it on there do you think kevin hearn has a prehensile monkey penis do monkeys have prehensile penises? Oh God, I sure hope so. That's what I've been imagining my whole life. I don't know. Sure, maybe I'm wrong. Sure. Um, well, that's another thing I liked about the the song itself is uh, was the Kev, prehensile penis. Yeah, the, the prehensile penis. No. <laughs> the um Kev, the piano solo after the uh um bridge. It was like pure Kevcore, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just for like, sure. he's just he's just glonking away on those keys. Like doesn't care what the song is. He knows what key signature it is, so he's just gonna go. Now, I mean. This is two for two on end of song Kev jazzy piano riffs, which if we end every song on this album with Kev just going fucking buck wild on the piano, this album is kind of yeah. going to rule in the end. Yeah, I want to, if that happens, I want to like knit them all together in a giant Kev oh supercut. Oh my God, can you imagine? 
Oh, just I think that might be too much. Like that might, because that's all the notes. I mean, it just blow you up. I think if you stack them over one another, you will uncover a secret message from God. With like he's smelling words. Buy, buy more puppets, please. <laughs> Go visit the Greater Edmonton Children's Puppet Theater. Captain Kangaroo is still alive. Um, yeah. Uh, Ev, that's all I had about this song. Did you have anything else? I can't really. Let me see. No. Yeah, my only comment, other comment is that um. I was when I was looking at the live versions. YouTube must have heard my complaints about Grammarly because now it only gives me commercials about like poop and ball size. Oh, what the fuck! YouTube is giving you ball size commercials. Yeah, I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago, where like it's like a commercial. It's like, oh yeah, that's this right. increased this rat. rat's ball size by fifty percent. I cannot believe that YouTube is doing weirdly like half pornographic commercials. Yeah, on... it's just like some dude in like a fucking ball cap going. Did you know the average human adult has between five and fifteen <laughs> pounds of toxic poop in its colon i'm like no and who cares yeah that's uh that's that's kind of a fun fact though what is toxic poop is that like raccoon shit no i think it's just it's it's just a a word salad because all poop is is kind of toxic you don't want to eat shit right it's not good for you it make you sick so it is technically toxic yeah i guess technically i guess yeah and i mean you can have like impacted you know all that i don't, I don't want to talk more about this we've okay got, we got the rectums we got the haddles yeah Let's... boy you're really going hard on the shit tonight i am not okay tommy Wieso. that's Take it fair not. uh ev why don't you tell me which bleepity bloppity bloop robot this is god i wish i could all right never mind <laughs> let's go on to rating this song no this is of course about james Cam- james cameron's arnold schwarzenegger's favorite little boy the terminator the Terminator. oh the terminator. okay which one the t-800 yeah the original the the schwarzenegger one because i mean the t-1000 would kind of work but um we're of course talking about the 1984 science fiction film directed by james cameron starring Arnold schwarzenegger okay and linda hamilton as sarah connor okay um, and then michael bean i think is kevin reese i don't know but anyway sure uh who cares not um, me. So this is, of course, the Terminator song. I mean, think about it. He puts on a brave face while everything's given way. That's about Reese, obviously, the guy who comes back. And if you don't know the plot of the Terminator, it's pretty fucking simple. Uh, machines take over, and then they send someone back through time to uh, <laughs> kill the the baby of the Resistance fighter before he's born. But then, oh no, the Resistance send a little baby guy back too. He makes a he makes a friend with uh, Linda Hamilton, who's the mother of uh, John Connor, who's going to save the future. And then they. Uh, how they have sex and then he becomes the father of the baby he was sent back to protect and then uh, it turns out that that wasn't actually the case and and then the robots are going to win anyway and there's like 60 timelines that all kind of interwave and it's all about human helplessness before the uh, vast expanse of uh, unknowable time and then another movie just came out which i didn't see okay cool all right how many how many terminator movies are canon i couldn't tell you they're not all because ca- there's like seventeen and a series, right? At this point, there's I think there's like seven, right? Okay. That's too many movies, I think. Um, yeah, there's Terminator, Terminator Two, Judgment Day, Terminator Three, Rise of the Machines, Terminator Salvation, Genesis, and Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. So there's only six movies. Ooh, Dark Fate. What is? I heard what the, the most recent there. one is good. Um, okay. And I heard the, the the middle two, I think Genesis and Salvation are not good, is what I've heard. Interesting. I've only All seen right. the first three though. So but anyway. Uh, 
the new one was intended as a first of a new trilogy, but the sequels were canceled due to negative audience reaction and box office failure. Maybe it did suck. Who knows? Who knows? We'll never know. Um, so, so yeah, Night how is it about the Terminator? I was just telling you the brave putting on a brave face. Everything's giving way. That, of course, is the human resistance against the machines. Night can undercut Riverbank. Night being the un- inexorable advance of Skynet. Um, if you notice in all the scenes in the future of Terminator, none of them are in the daytime. They're always dark scenes when the robots are shooting up humans with uh, those really cool 1980s laser effects where they're just like scratched into the film. Yeah. Love, love those. Do you love think those. Do you think that it's permanent night in the future or do you think that Skynet is only active in the evenings? I don't know. This is probably like a Matrix thing where it's like, they were the we were the ones who burned the sky. Ah, okay. Got it. Got it. And undercutting a riverbank meaning... Oh. The riverbank that uh, supports the uh, human race. Sure. Checks out. Checks out. Yep. The river of life. Well, I mean, the riverbank is, of course, represents Earth, which Uh is what we're all standing on. And uh, they're just sort of washing away our existence upon it. But Um, you could bullshit with the best of them. You know me. Try and look at my reflection. Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up naked. And the first thing he does is look at his reflection. Whoa. You see, it's getting bigger fast because he's Arnold. He's always pumped. Okay, sure. So this is just a very meta. Got it. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, he's the Terminator too. Sure. Um, and this is, I mean, the, the the theme of the song is I've been here before and I don't mean to go back anymore. Right. Um, that's that's the T-800, right? He's He got, he went there. He doesn't want to go back, but he ends up going back five, six, six times. Although I don't think term, uh, Schwarzenegger's in all of them. But, no, you know, I don't think you know so. what I mean. mean. Yeah. No, I got you. Uh, okay. So, why would he fall back into the shitstorm? I don't know. I guess it pays the bills. Wow. Maybe I'll squeeze back into this leather suit. Okay. Oh, okay. Again and again, movie after movie after movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Love that. Uh, all right. Good. That's great, Ebbo. I love it. You, you, you killed the read for this song. Hey, remember when the Terminator was dying in Terminator Two, and he just did that thumbs up? Oh my God, that was so cool. Wasn't that cool? That's one of the coolest fucking movie moments there is. Yeah, I wish I could live in that moment. I. Me too. I wish that moment were my life. I wish I were constantly just fucking John Connor on the sidelines watching my big best friend fall into the lava and telling me everything is going to be okay. If there wasn't, if there wasn't innocence to the eighties and there really wasn't, um, I think that it would be encapsulated by that scene. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Ebbo, here's what we're going to do. Every time you come up with a new, uh, robotic protagonist, we're going to pit them up against, uh, the last one and see who wins. Bumblebee. So Bumblebee versus the Terminator, the T-800. Bumblebee. Bumblebee? Oh, absolutely. Really? He's like 20 times bigger than him. Like <laughs> yeah, Bumblebee is like Bumblebee is like 20 feet tall and can turn into a fucking car. I mean, yeah. the Terminator's pretty tough. He's got like a uh, whatever high carbon endoskeleton. Yeah. But I mean, he can still get crushed by like a trash compactor, which is like what Bumblebee's foot is going to be coming down on his fucking head. Sure, but he has to have gotten hit by a car at some point in the series, huh? And he probably survived. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't get he got hit by a car, but he didn't get hit by like a sentient car that then turned into a giant robot that just stomped the shit out of him. <laughs> Shot him to death. Yeah, and all right. he has a laser can, like a I laser arm. Suppose it's laser, laser pistol. Uh, all right, then next uh whatever song three is is gonna go up against Bumblebee, our current winner of the robot <laughs> rumble. The robot rumble. The silver oh, no, I don't want Bumblebee to die though. Well, I hey, I think it's very possible. Keep picking that... weaker and weaker robots. <laughs> no, you are not allowed to bias yourself against what's happening here. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I'm human, not a machine, Sanker. You can't tell me how to live my life. Mm, I have a feeling Evan is going to be song 13 on this album. You're going <laughs> to reveal to me that you have been a machine all along. Oh, okay. Evan, is that a new haircut, by the way? No, I just cut my hair uh, again, like I've been doing this whole time. 
Okay. And you it were... does look like it does look like Gary Oldman from The Fifth Element. <laughs> okay. The thing is, like, I have like that. I have like that uh, cut that was popular when you went into quarantine. And it's a very easy cut where you just like buzz the sides basically and leave the right. top long. And yeah. It's kind of a comb over. But every time I buzz the sides, like, I get a little more of my center hair. <laughs> yeah, you do. So it, it turns more and more into a mohawk every time oh, I do it. And I've dude. been doing it for. I haven't had a haircut that I haven't administered to myself in a year and three months. Right? Hot damn. So. You know. I went. I went to the salon once. I couldn't stand it anymore. You fucking piece I, of I'm shit. I'm part, part of the problem. Part of the problem. Uh, all right, Ev. I think it's about time we rate this song. <laughs> Ev, as usual, we rate this song on a scale of naked to f- clothed. The more naked this song is, the better. The more f- clothed, the force. So we are going to start, Evan. Let's start with you this time. <laughs> what do you think on a scale of naked to fully clothed? What is this song? Ah, <sighs> relax. It's over. The, okay. the, the pandemic's over. We're ready to we're ready to go out into the world again. I'm really excited, uh, but I need new clothes. All my old pre-pandemic clothes are too small because I've eaten <laughs> so much fucking food in this pandemic. I feel you. I have gained easily ten pounds, probably more like fifteen. I cannot fit into my jeans, my jeans, or my work shirt, or anything like that. Uh huh. So, um, I'm taking my good friend Seiki and my good, my other, my partner and my other good buds to the Ohio thrift store, which is down the street from me, where yeah! I buy all my clothes. Uh, thrifting, baby! All right. Yep. It's the only responsible way to shop. It's also I love super it. cheap. Anyway, um, so I go in there and i get like a blazer and i get like a shirt and you know i watch saker check his phone while i do my rating Um, listen my wife my wife is talking about our child and Mm, i need to respond to that immediately i'm sorry you can just pause the program i don't want to pause the program i'm listening you went to the thrift store and then this and give you my entire attention you know when you do yours don't be don't be like this. Don't, I'm sorry I called your hair Gary Oldman-esque. Is that what this is all about, Ev? Yep. This is deep, my deep-seated hatred. For, I figured uh, as much. I would be that, uh, complimented if somebody said I look like Gary Oldman. Also, it was that fucking Haddle, when he left, the last thing he said to me was, I, I like I like Saker better than you. And I don't, I didn't know what that meant for 20 years. But you carried that weight with you. Yeah. And this is, it has to come out somewhere. God damn. I'm sorry, So dude. yeah, when I come out of that dressing room, I've got on a blazer. I've got on a... Uh, button down shirt i've got some work pants on a tie a loose tie but i'm also carrying a shotgun and i just blow saker away as he looks at his phone again Gee. just fucking annihilate him all right i'm done my wife responded blood to me. i'm sorry everywhere just spraying across the ohio Jesus like, what Christ. the fuck is going on what's going on here i run out i'm like they'll never catch me fuck you haddle <laughs> fuck you haddle you're not gonna get me and i run out into the street and get hit by a car and uh, <laughs> and that car was bumblebee and he shoots you with a laser <laughs> pistol <laughs> and then my my endoskeleton is, is revealed, <laughs> uh-huh. and uh, I slowly start to push to my feet the skeletal version of Evan. Oh, um, but I'm still wearing all the clothes because they're you know really tough clothes and they're really dependable and they've stayed. But you see that the the pants I have have a little butt flap that has fallen open, so oh, just a no! little a little a little part of my butt and my anus is showing. Wow, and that's what it is. Full you're, full clo- This is the song is little prolapsed anus. We get yep, to see just, just a little. A little- yeah, and then you could see that all along I was I was just jealous of John and, and Saker. I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> Damn. I wasn't actually angry. And I'm and I say, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, but wow. it's too late. Bumblebee Bumblebee stomps me to death. Bumblebee stomps you to fucking death. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, this song is a fully clothed, pretty, pretty, cl- pretty clothed for me. But there's that, there's that bridge, and then there's like the little Kev solo. That's just like a, just a full on nude flash. You can see sure. my, you can see my butt cheeks, and you can see the ball, the outline of my balls, like right. hanging down my big, my big, you know, fifty percent larger balls. But we are bringing <laughs> a weird energy to this, uh, to this episode, huh? I, uh, you are, have already shot me to death in the middle of a public place, <laughs> and then gotten run over by a car. Not a car. I, I trade well. Is a transformer not a? I would say all transformers are cars, but not all cars are transformers. Mm, disagree. Transformers can be jet, jets too. Yeah, they can be jets and they tanks be... and guns and cassette tapes, dude. They can be anything. You're right. My apologies. You're right. Um, as for me, Ebo, I am in the year is twenty one twenty six. I am um a old old man at this point. And we are in a... How fucking old? 2126. I was born in 1985. So I guess I'm like 140, I guess. <laughs> Does that sound right? 141? Somewhere, yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm old. Uh, but I know what I must do. People because, live these days. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we are going to... Fuck, I said absolutely and had nothing to contribute to what you said. Fuck, I hate myself. Um, You're just agreeing. You're allowed to agree, Saker. Okay. What are you doing? Are you searching something up on Google there, Ev? Your screen sure is white. Whether whether Saker is allowed to agree or not. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. What does the uh, what does Google say? Um. It says. Uh. Let me let me give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. What's your favorite way to spend a day off? <laughs> um. Playing video games in my underwear and eat cinnamon toast crunch. Ooh. What kind of music are you into? Am I taking a quiz right now? Is this a Quizilla? You're taking a woman's health quiz, but no, no, thank you. Uh, okay. So uh, I'm there in the you future. Go. That's what I was I... looking up. <laughs> because, as always, I realized after we rated the song, I have to come up with a question in the. Uh... Oh. <laughs> so I was uh, furiously trying to think of something. That's okay. Um, Re-ask me that one, and I will have a different answer for you. I don't know, okay. I'll ask you a whole a whole different one. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, you don't have to give me your full attention. It's fine. Um, so uh, at least what I was doing was germane to the pod. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was doing was remain in my fucking life, Evan. You didn't know it, and I'm trying to keep it from you because I think it'll hurt you. But she said our baby You're throwing is a birthday real... party. You're putting a birthday party for me. He said our. She said our baby is real sick. Like, and I, I she wouldn't elaborate. So, oh, that's, that's but fine, you know what? My, I'm, I'm still doing the pod. My my son is actually actually sick today. Uh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. I took him to get a COVID oh. test because I always have to take him to get a fucking COVID test now. Jesus Christ! I'm sorry, Ev. I'm sorry. Um. The year is 2126. We are bringing a real weird energy to this episode. Um, I don't the, like this. I don't like late night Saker. Neither, I don't we're... like late night Evan. He wants yeah, to shoot I don't think me to death. Let's not do this again. <laughs> um, we're morning and afternoon boys. I, I do miss in-person records though. Mm. And I have invited you back because we're both, you have your first dose and I have both doses and I'm two weeks out from it. I got the gross dose. Did you get J&J? Oh, I got the J. Jesus Christ. The year is 2126. <laughs> I know what I must do. The world is fucking it's it's decibeled uh because of all the transformers stomping around and making a ruckus. <laughs> Skynet's Transformers. Skynet's Transformers. Skynet presents Deke's Transformers. Uh and you know the resistance is saying Saker you have to go back and you got to go back in time. time. Uh and um you know, I meet with the leader of the resistance who's going to send me back, and it's my old friend John Haddle. 
And he sends me back. And as I'm going, as I'm leaving, as I'm fading out to go back to 2021, he says to me, I always liked Evan better. And that sets me, my mind just racing and racing. So when I get there, I'm so out of sorts. And I realize that my clothes didn't travel with me. And I am absolutely naked. So I'm landing and I've got one hand down in the position. And I get up and I realize I'm in uh, the fucking Aspen, Colorado ski slopes. But I'm in someone's hotel room and he's getting ready for the day, putting on his ski accoutrement. And I say, give me your clothes. I need your clothes. And he says, oh, all right, man. All right. All right. But he's not fully dressed. So he just gives me like a long sleeve shirt and a big puffy jacket. And I go out on the ski slopes. This guy doesn't have pants on? No, he dresses uh, in halves. He dresses top half first, just fully top and then fully bottom. Uh, he just puts on so many clothes on his top half, he can't reach his, his bottom half. Usually that's how it happens. And he just has to sit around and eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch all day. Mm, that um, sounds good. Doesn't it just... Uh, and, uh, and so I wander outside in order to stop the transformers. Um, but I wander too deep into the snow and I don't have any pants on and my dick falls off and I die. <laughs> so yeah. I guess for me, this song is like, uh, like the, the, the guy from Kevin's song. I'm looking for my long johns. Oh yeah, exactly. Like uh, a Yukon a, a pioneer ghost. Our cloud maintenance album review that I've forgotten every song except for monsters anonymous. Um, and so I guess it's like half dressed for me but that top is really 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 dressed um i think the song was okay it's not bad but again it just like doesn't connect with me for some reason and that's what i have to say about that evbo Mm -hmm. we're gonna be right back with more it's all been done a bare naked ladies podcast (laughs) hey evan so imagine for a minute if you will you're a like an ancient pharaoh, but like a modern day version. What, what's, your, what's your tomb gonna look like? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Sit around all day, play video games, eat cinnamon toast crunch. I think in, in your tomb. Yeah, you have, you have a cinnamon toast crunch themed tomb. Not bad. Do you remember when cinnamon toast crunch's mascots were three bakers? Yeah, they and baked the cinnamon toast crunch. Now it's just one baker, Wendell. Do you think he? Well, that's what I'm wondering. I don't think he got any bigger, but it's possible that maybe he ground them down. Maybe that's why kids love Cinnamon Toast Crunch so much. Do you think that's what like mascots or, or just even cereal mascots, when you when you kill them and grind them down, they turn into like some sort of sugary powder? Ooh, interesting. You know, there's a lot of like mascot change over the years, and I think it's very possible that uh, the little dog ground up Chip to make the uh, Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp is one of the grossest breakfast cereals. Agree. I didn't disagree. even know if it was still around. I think it is, but now just the dog is the mascot instead of the dog and the the robber for some reason. Why the fuck were robbers the? Because he was trying to steal the cookies, man. Get with the program. All right, I guess that, that makes was back sense. in the eighties when like, this is so good. Some guy in like a black and white stripe. Some obvious some man who just escaped from prison is going to want to steal this yeah, i guess so like yeah you have to come back and uh and 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 get you it the ha- you got the hamburglar there you got i mean the kids were always trying to steal the lucky charms though weren't they the kids were stealing the lucky charms they were luckies but then conversely the tricks rabbit uh always wanted to steal the cereal from the children right um so i think we've had you know both sides of the coin um, Ev, I just sent you a little something. I see this. I see what your pyramid <laughs> is going to look like. Listeners, this we're going to put this in the show notes. It this is, is a- what my tomb will look like. It's the serial killer's pyramid of breakfast goodness. 
I, but the thing is, it's like 130 bucks, and it just looks like a bunch of cereal in Lucite. I am almost 100% sure that you've nailed it, and that's exactly what it is. Uh, that way overpriced for something that any anyone could make with a pyramid-shaped mold. Yeah, but I don't and know. boxes how, of cereal. I don't know how to do. What is Lucite? If you just pour it, you pour it into. It's just a, a hard, a hard impact plastic. That you just, you just pour it in. Oh, it's not it even. It's, it in. it's resin. It says. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's even easier. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Do you think that you could make this for me? I mean, I don't have a pyramid-shaped mold. I don't have a resin, and I don't have cereal. But I mean, I probably could for less than one hundred and thirty dollars. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and then you'd have the capital to continue making these. I could make those forever and sell them for one hundred thirty dollars. If Etsy. you if you scroll down to the bottom, you could see that he makes a lot of cereal pyramids, uh, fruity pebbles, Fruit Loops. They're kind of beautiful and strange and 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 uh, you know interesting yeah. ways. Yeah, and, and I guess I guess that like whoa whoa I wonder how he prices them because the fruity pebbles in milk pyramid is seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah. The mixed pyramid that you have chosen for your final cenotaph is $129.99. And then there is a pyramid that is made of just Fruit Loops that is $220. I truly do not understand how these... I mean, the Fruit Loops one, clearly there's more that went into it, right? Because he sorted the Fruit Loops by color. And we've got this milk layer, which I don't know is what that is. Um, God, I hope Probably it's not that, actual milk. No, it's almost assuredly just resin that he has colored with white or just white resin easy stuff okay okay um oh, yeah, do I like know. the captain crunch cereal premium bank yeah there's a lot of that's uh, only eight dollars that's the that's what my tomb is gonna look like a giant like captain crunch but like rendered by a uh like 12 year old sure uh you can really get down a rabbit hole with uh with etsy i just clicked from the cereal pyramid to the fruit loops pyramid to uh, somebody who is selling something called fruit fetish posters, which are uh, fruit-themed foot fetish posters of anime women. Hmm. Um, I don't know where to go with that information. I don't know what we do next on this podcast. It's all been done at Brandon Good Ladies Podcast. Commercial. What do you think that uh, fruit seller, that fruit anime woman fetish poster, what his, what's his tomb going to look like? Interesting. Uh, I think that, so the person who makes them or the anime women themselves? The person who makes them. Good golly. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of like a replica of the gamers building in Akihabara, uh, except uh, a pyramid shaped instead of a giant building. It's going to have Dejiko right on the front, cute little Gemma and Puchiko. And, you know, they're just going to be kind of waving to, uh, to the masses outside of that pyramid. Um, what do you think your pyramid is going to look like, Epo? A uh, big pile of used electronic equipment. All right. Why is that? In, oh, in, in, a, um, in Lucite. In Lucite. Thank you. Um, why? Is it special to you? No, no. I just want to be buried in a big pile of garbage. Okay. That totally checks out. He, he died as he lived in a gigantic right. pile of in, shit. Being trash. <laughs> Buddy, you know who else is trash? Why do you always make me do this? I don't, you can who just is, say who. That's fine. Who is trash, Saker? Uh, trash. Who, who are we insulting this week? We're insulting Bionicles. Bionicles you can find in any trash heap. That's right. We're talking about the show Bed, Bath, and Bionicle. A Bionicle lore podcast that was revived and turned into an ARG and audio drama. The latest episode of Bed, Bath, and Bionicle is Show Swap. Bed, Bath, and Blaze Ball? 
Yes, that's right! The Orange Grove Show Swap Week begins with a special episode that's not really a swap at all, as Joe and Riley return to the classic BB&B format to discuss a brand new bee that was requested by many. So this is Joe and Riley, the originators of Bed Bath & Bionicle, going back to talk about Bed Bath & Blaseball. Are you a Blaseball fan? I know what Blaseball is. Can you explain it to me? Because I am absolutely knackered by the concept of Blaseball. My understanding is it's just a statistical program that decides who wins matches, and there are various teams that people get to name, and they're very silly, and they're made up of players that you can draft onto your team, and then they have different stats that compare over the course of the season, whether they win or lose, and then the winning team gets like special bonuses and the losing teams or the losing teams get special bonuses and the winning team get bad things that happen to them but they're really weird things but yeah but then there's yeah there's also like a lot of lore right mm-hmm. there's like yeah, shit sure there that happens and okay i don't know um it's just so it's the the it is so confusing the barrier to entry is so fucking high i've had two several good friends explain it to me and i've enjoyed their explanation of it mm-hmm. but it it never it didn't make me want to do it okay and I like having good friends that are really into things because it's really fun to to hear them talk about stuff that they're into sure. and to be like, oh yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun, but I'd never do it. Okay. I think our friend um, uh, C's Richards is super yes, into Blaze. He was exactly the person I'm thinking of okay. who explained it to I'm me. Gonna, I'm gonna it have, sounded like fun. I'm going to have him explain Blaseball to me. And maybe I'll listen to this podcast, Bed Blath, Blaze, 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 Ball. I miss Bionicle. Bionicle versus Bumblebee. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time of the show when we spin this wheel and figure out which segment we got to get into today. The which segment... Wheel of Cheese. Hello, city! Hey. hey! This track is the theme song for a municipality or state. What city <laughs> and why? I've been here before, before and I don't mean to go back anymore. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. So what place is fun to go to once and then you're fucking done? I feel like maybe a a Las Vegas is kind of a facile answer here, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and people like to go back to Vegas. Like people who vacation at Vegas every year. Sure. Yeah. So what's what's a place where people, your friends have vacationed there and they were like, that was awesome. And you say, oh, we should go back sometime. And they're like, no, no, thank you. It was special. Like Cancun. Yeah, you're talking to a guy who's been to Cancun three times. I twiddle oh. my little mustache here. Cancun, <laughs> you can go. The nice thing about Cancun is that, I mean, I am talking from a position of privilege, obviously, but the the hotels, the resorts are relatively cheap. So I really would love to get a family trip down there. Me and you and our the 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 crypto naturalist family, and that would be a fun, fun, fun vacation in a few years. Kids run around, and we just chill out and drink the drinks, and that would be a blast. Um, but, uh, I would go back to Cancun anytime. So I don't know that that oh, works. Okay. What about, what about like a, uh, Myrtle beach? Myrtle beach is a good one. Myrtle beach. Cause you have fun probably, but it's too crowded. Oh, it's the Jersey too, shore. Jersey shore. I think that might be exactly it. Right. You, you do the boardwalk. You don't hate your trip, but at the end you're like, well, mm. yeah, I feel like the only reason you vacation at the Jersey shore is because it's proximate. Sure. Or you have to like, sure. You know, it's not a bad place to go, but there are much better beaches. Yeah. Could it be maybe like also a, a Juneau, Alaska? Like someplace that's beautiful, but also terrifyingly cold 
and like you would go or maybe like the northern lights like somewhere in in what where where are the northern lights watching the northern lights another song that we cannot hum saskatchewan uh so you saskatchewan you once you've seen the northern lights once worth it never fucking going back there right peterborough and the kawarthas peterborough so you think this bare naked lady song <laughs> is the theme to peterborough and the kawarthas, <laughs> kawarthas. you don't think yeah, there's anything is- that this is what uh this is what Mayor Dewey plays on his uh little ice cream truck as he rolls around Peterborough and the Kawarthas. Is that uh yes, okay, it definitely is. Uh have you been watching a lot of Steven Universe with your son? Damn right I have. That's uh, what he's into now. Mayor Dewey. Dad, I'm into Steven Universe. Fuck, I love Steven Universe so much. Oh man, I, I want to chat I, with him about it. He'll it's... tell you all about the same things over and over okay. again if you want. Okay, so we've got Peterborough and the Kawarthas, we've got Saskatchewan, both places that are more clearly referenced than other Bernicked Lady songs. Um, I do like Myrtle Beach. I think this could be a Myrtle Beach. What else in this song? What about, uh, um, prison? Prison? (laughs) I've been there before. I don't want to go there anymore. You're right, because it doesn't necessarily say they enjoyed it. Just like I've been there once. It it seems like in the song, they don't want to go back and they did not enjoy it. You try putting on a brave face when you go to prison. Okay, Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, you're wondering how you ended up on your ass. This is all checking out so far waking up on the wrong side maybe it's the wrong bed you could get tangled up and be arrested trying to land on your feet and uh um putting on your suit that you've you know it doesn't fit you anymore because it's the suit you were arrested in um and you bulked up in prison sure absolutely um yeah wow dude so as far as the wheel says it says this track is the theme song for a municipality or state so we're saying the municipality or state is prison well, I'm sure there is, is there not a municipality that is completely defined by its proximity to a prison? Let me look for prison state. Is that, <laughs> oh, there's a documentary called Prison State by Frontline. That's not what yeah. I want. I mean, there are those like giant prison city prisons basically in like South America and East Asia. And I mean, to the extent that the prison industrial complex has, you know, incarcerated so many people, I'm sure that there are these just enormous fucking prisons somewhere. Yeah, probably. Okay. And it's, again, speaking to my privilege that I don't know where they are. Um, Boy, yeah, I wish we could nail one down. There's a bar called Prison City. That's that's okay. That's that's what it's about. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Here we go, baby. Prison Town USA is a 2007 documentary film about Susanville, California, a small rural town in the northeastern part of the state that tries to resuscitate its economy by accepting construction of a state prison. Basically, the prison kind of takes over the town. The city now has two state prisons and a federal prison has opened nearby. Half of the adults in Susanville work in these facilities. 11,000 people are incarcerated in the rural county. This song is about Susanville, California. There we go. Easy fucking peasy. Yep. Mm. Man, are you dissatisfied real, by that? This episode has been a real downer. <laughs> Truly the most depressing yeah. episode we've ever done. We're shitting our pants, killing each other, and going to prison. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's what happens when we do a late night record. We can never do yeah. these again. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry, listeners. Okay. It's fair. <laughs> Ebo, now this is the time of the show when we take an email from our friends. Our fans are Magic Little Mike Triple XLs. <laughs> This is an email from our... I think that's the next one, Magic Little Mike. Magic Little Mike. Uh, This is an email from our friend, Abby. Hi, Abby. Hi, Abby. Uh, If you want to email us, you can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Abby's email is called BNL Boys Question. Hi, Saker and Evan. 
Hi, Abby. I found your podcast during quarantine at the beginning of the year and have been plodding along during my long commutes. I love that <laughs> verbiage. That's the only way you can listen to us. And I'm currently just finishing Bare Naked Ladies or Men. Much like Saker, I was an avid Bare Naked Ladies fan in high school and college, although none of my friends agreed with me, and my interest slowly petered out past everything to everyone. I thoroughly enjoy your podcast, and it makes me laugh every episode, even if my take on the song sometimes contradicts wildly with your readings. But, alas, I do not have the time to listen to a song 50 times for the minute details you both are able to uncover. Oh, sorry. You both are unable to uncover. <laughs> also, as Evan has said, the songs are not meant to be picked apart, and I think it would have ruined my love of pre-everything to everyone and the meaningfulness of some of the songs in my past. As I have, It doesn't sound like Abby likes our podcast, but I'm super... That's- Thank you for writing, Abby. <laughs> as I have deduced, I'm about the same age as Evan, and I appreciate the level of nostalgia that creeps its way in based on the release date of the album and the themes of the songs, as well as the current day struggles of quarantine life and trying to keep tiny humans alive. So, two questions have been running through my mind, one more know-nothing than the other. Now... Uh, Abby's question two, I just want to note, we've actually handled before. It's about uh, what if there was a BNL-based musical? What would it be called? What is its plot line? We've done that one, right, Ev? Yes, yeah, that I sounds do very that. familiar. But question number one, novel. Here we go. As stated, I've been listening to your podcast during long commutes and recently had been enjoying a delicious breakfast burrito during one of the recent sessions. <laughs> it got me to thinking, in the style of a kitschy restaurant with dishes named after famous people or bands, if you two were to concoct your own Bare Naked Ladies breakfast burrito, what would be included to best represent the band either as a concept or if each ingredient represented a Bare Naked Boy? As you are well into the PPE, perhaps allow Steve to be represented by a side condiment for dipping or slathering. And then uh, just to let you know, she finishes off. Thank you for making my morning and evening commute more entertaining. And they definitely seem to go quicker. I think partially because of how fast you both talk, Abby. We are speed talkers. Boy, a lot of, I feel like Abby is trying to neg us and I am now attracted to Abby. So I think Abby, whatever you're doing, it's working. Okay. So we've got our four members of the ladies and we also have Steve as our dipping sauce. So, do you want to go back and forth here and determine uh, which... So, I think the tortilla is a given. The tortilla represents the wrapping of the band entirely, right? Oh, oh so we're just doing one breakfast burrito and they're all ingredients within it? Oh, I or, think so. Uh, oh, do you think... Like- oh, you think there's a Tyler burrito? You think there's an Ed burrito? I thought it was one... Abby says, if you were to concoct your own Bernadette Ladies breakfast burrito, what would be oh. included to represent the band as a concept okay. or if each ingredient represented a Bernadette boy? Okay. So, uh, shall you go first or I go first? Um, I will go first. T- um, Tyler, of course, is <laughs> garbage fries. <laughs> he's so fucking easy. I was gonna make him <laughs> yeah. cookie crisp. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So he's garbage fries. What are yeah, what are so, on so garbage start, fries? You, you start with a a burrito the size of like a small table. Like sure. A burrito. One of the, like one of those. Hell yes. You basically shovel in French fries. Chili, the the goopy cream sour uh, cream sauce, and then like they have like what else do they have on them? Like onions, bacon. Yeah, some yeah, some chives, some cheese. Various region to region, but basically you make the entire burrito. Okay, so that's our base. That's kind of like I think that's sort of the eggs of this breakfast burrito. Okay, next we have Kev. So I think. You know, I don't think the Bare Naked Ladies made this burrito. I think this burrito was made in honor of the Bare Naked Ladies, right? But I think this is a burrito that you're going to eat. It's very much a hangover food by the proprietors of this establishment, right? 
So Kev then, they do like a swirl over the garbage fries of children's Tylenol. So instead this of going is, back instead of going back and forth, let's each make our own BNL burrito, and then we can we can go head to head. Okay. Are you? Is this part of the show, or are we restarting? Do you want to restart, or do you want to do the show? I'm gonna cut all this. Let's start. Let's start over from the beginning of the entire episode. I feel like we really that really makes the most sense to me. All right, <laughs> fine. Then I'll do my Tyler. Tyler's cookie crisp, and then Kev is uh, children's Tylenol. So we're doing a snake draft. I'm leaving all of this in. Great. What's your Kev? Okay, my Kev is a uh, dusting of edible glitter. Great. Okay, so you have garbage fries and edible glitter. I have cookie crisp and children's Tylenol. What's next for you? <laughs> okay. Who's next? Um, Ed is a uh, uh, $20 bill just uh, folded up inside the burrito. You know, like the, it's like the, oh, no, no. Ed is like a uh, um, a, a big, heavy, what are those, like $2, two, two Canadian dollar, the toonies, like a $2 Canadian coin. Mm-hmm. It's like, um because this burrito is, the burrito I make, I don't know how big your burrito is, but mine is like fucking a family size. Like you, a whole family could eat off my burrito. Yeah. And inside of it is this big coin. Like it's big enough you're not going to swallow it, but anyone who anyone who finds Ed gets the good luck for the next year. Okay. So you have kind of a king cake of a breakfast burrito. Damn this right. Is not you a- gotta have, see, the thing about food is you really want it to be a game too. Yes. Oh, you want to gamify food as much as possible. <laughs> you want to be able to lose food. That's what I. That's, right. that's what I want out of food. And there's also um, a fistful of pennies. <laughs> not a fistful, but there's Jesus also fucking um, Christ. There's also four pennies in there representing okay. the other band members, and if you get those, you lose. Okay. 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 Um. So. Uh, so you're going to choke on that shit. I feel like the nice thing about breakfast burritos is that they're portable. You can get a breakfast burrito on the run and eat it as you go. So mine is just, you know, so I have the cookie crisp. I have the children's title. I want it to be a little wetter, right? So mm-hmm. my Ed, like, bud, it's got to be that, like, uh, uh, McDonald's, like, l- log of egg so you just slice off a <laughs> bit of the log. So it's thick, right? So we're just putting like a big hunk of McDonald's egg log uh, with uh, – sorry, because you know what? I, I think Ed has to bring it together. Ed, mm-hmm. like these two – if you just had Tyler and Kev in a band, it would be fucked up. Like it would suck. <laughs> so Ed, Ed has to come in and be like, no, 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 no. This is not what we're doing. Eggs. Children, eat your breakfast. Eat your breakfast, Right. Now, moving on to Jimbo. I have my sweet. I have my egg. What we need in here. What we need in here is we need a little bit of greasy. This is going to be a greasy food, right? Because, again, mine is sort of a hangover to go McDonald's-y sort of burrito. So I think my gym is going to be on the menu. They advertise it as like the sloppiest sausage patty this side of the Mississippi. Why is Jim so sloppy? But it's not. It's a fucking like vegan um, meatless sausage patty uh, that they just sort of like soak in wetness to make you think that it's like a real greasy thing. Um, because I think Jim is is probably a vegetarian. Are we agreed on that? Have we've never talked about it before? Uh, yeah, he seems like one. Okay. But who knows? Or he seems like a guy who just eats like cheeseburgers every day for lunch and never gains a pound fuck that could be true as well all right uh anyway my gym is of he's either one extreme or the other my gym is a very wet vegan sausage patty okay let me run through what i got mine i got my i got my family size burrito i got my garbage fries in there for the base i got my edible two dollar coin i've got edible glitter Your for kev fucking burrito sucks what are you talking about 
How much does my it burrito- cost? Does it cost less than $2? Because if so, your burrito rules. No, no. It costs like $30. Oh, okay, got it. Because <laughs> you got to, I mean, because it's got, it's got $2. I know. That's why I was hoping to make a profit off your burrito. $2.05. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, um, or four cents. Um, so Jim is going to be something. Let's see. I'm, I'm going savory. Like, I'm not mixing flavors like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be. I don't want I don't want um someone to bite into my burrito and immediately just vomit, right? I, I want them to get there. I want I want I might want them to chip a te- tooth on a penny, sure. but I'm definitely not going to let them vomit. So I got to I got to sit with the savory stuff. But the thing is Tyler picks up some of the things, but but Jim and Tyler are always going head to head cuz Tyler's all loosey goosey, Jim is all uh Jim is all wound tight as a spring. So what kind of food is a spring? What kind of food is wound tight? Um our beef curly like, fry already oh yeah a different type of french fry. <laughs> perfect <laughs> not bad so jim jim is a different type of garbage fries oh boy so yeah we put the instead of, we have these flat fries in there that represent the big thick steak fries representing tyler then we got the spinny overly salted tight coiled sure. tightly coiled jim fries and these are these fries my friend aren't just like dumped in a um dumped in a fryer by some you know some lackluster cook is just trying to he's just barely paying attention uh-huh. these fries are these fries are individually fried okay these are artisanal fries yes artisanal fries individually fried but also they just don't taste very good okay nice good 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 because jim on his own not that great but when you mix them with all the other garbage they just fit right in well for sure absolutely so this is like Last episode, you kind of invented a potato restaurant. And this episode, you have a taters, lot of... Taters. You just got taters on your brain, bud. Did I just eat... Did I just... Well, no, I just rolled with the garbage fries, but All I right. don't even remember last episode. That's fair. It's okay. It happened a long time ago for us. All right. Hit me up with the Steve, Ev. Ooh, so a dipping sauce or condiment squirt. Um, I'm going to say just the the, the, the most down the plate answer would be like horseradish mayo okay because steve is kind of white as they come but also he's got a little spicy to him a little spice sure kick yeah absolutely Uh, horse mayo but uh yeah i think that would go good with uh my garbage fry burrito yeah um i think my steve so mine is gonna be like a drive-through food as i think i've mentioned it's a promotional item at what's the worst fuck yours is just a milkshake food restaurant dunked into what what is happening it's just a milkshake, Saker. Get to the point. No. So mine is at a milkshake. Uh, it's gonna Saker's gonna be a milkshake. He's gonna dunk his burrito in the milkshake. Mine is at a car. All the way in. You, it's it's stuff a- it in there so the milk the milk squirts out the side. I so hate this energy. I hate the Break energy the that you're bringing to this fucking episode. Um, mine is wait at a, a no but me. It's a it's a Carl's Jr. Uh, wait wait wait. It's not a no but <laughs> if we're playing a game and you make up my answer. <laughs> um. So it's a Carl's Jr. Red Burrito, but they're out of all the Carl's Jr. food. So you have to fucking get the Red Burrito shit. Um, so this is a brand naked ladies thing, and uh, and Steve, they give you they give you like a a large sized cup, and inside they've just squirted honey. It's just honey right up to the brim, and it's like flecks of gold in the honey. The honey represents Steve's uh, kind of over too much but the gold represents how much he brings to the bare naked ladies so you are to dip this into your adult sized cup of honey and then just bite off a chunk of it the chewy crunchy uh little bare naked bits so okay run through what's in your burrito again sure. for me. mine portable burrito 
Cookie Crisp, Children's Tylenol, McDonald's Egg Slab, Vegan Sausage, Dip It In Goldschlager Honey. Jesus Christ. Yours. Giant family-sized burrito. Sit-down meal. (laughs) Garbage fries. More garbage fries. (laughs) A $2 coin. (laughs) Four pennies. And edible glitter. Great. Dusting of edible glitter. Dip it in. Horseradish. Horse, horsey mayo. Horsey mayo. Love it. Great. Perfect. So I uh, think I would eat my burrito. You you do think you would eat it? Oh, hell yeah. You would not eat something that had money in it. The coins are cleaned beforehand. They run it through the washer. Disgusting. I would eat my burrito. You would, you would. Are you saying you wouldn't eat mine? I would not eat yours. Listeners, uh, tag us. I would, be, I would be horrifyingly grossed out. Tag us at BinDunPod on Twitter and either give us the hashtag... Uh, burrito Nito. Burrito Nito for Ev or Burrito Ito for Saker. So, oh, the bullshit. Yeah, sorry, dude. You picked your own hashtag. <laughs> Evbo, we done did it. Another episode. This one sucked. Uh, let's yeah, be real. Sorry, this one was bad. Yeah, yeah, we fucked we this really... one up. <laughs> um, You can get with us on Twitter at BinDunPod. I'd ask for a do-over, but I don't want one. We can do it. Do you want to start from the beginning? Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing podcast, focusing on about it, focusing on Benny Hanna's politics, the Mars rover. <laughs> what the fuck? Um. Okay. Yeah, that was my list of robots. This could be about. Oh, I see. I've been <laughs> I've been to Mars before. I don't want to go back anymore. <laughs> Damn right. Um. So, uh, you can get with us on Facebook. It's all been done. Uh, Better Ladies podcast. Um, check out the Discord. It's in the show notes. Uh, uh, support the Orange Groves on Patreon. It's always a good time for good money. Um, Ebo, what are you promoting this week? I am promoting... Oh, fuck. Let me do over. No. No do-overs in this life, buddy. No do... Okay. There are tons of do-overs in this life. What do you mean? You can do stuff... You can try stuff over again all the time. Happens all the time. Second chances. I guess you're right. All right, I'll give you a second chance. Ev, what are you promoting this week? Second chances. Oh, great. Okay. The new album by Moby. (laughs) It sounds like a fun one. (laughs) Hitting store shelves immediately. Uh, Immediately? Like, as soon as this episode comes out? No, as soon as I said that. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Uh, So, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be in the rear view. Second chances is uh, Moby just redoing all of his old songs. Sure. Um pretty much exactly the same sure because he he's pretty he's pretty confident moby you know if you know him like i do um man never man never takes a note never takes a uh never never takes never takes questions just completely confident in his work so he just uh goes up he's like all right i want to remix all my old songs and he just does them the exact same way and he's like yep did it did you uh did you listen to that blues traveler cover yourself album that i mentioned last week nope buddy boy gotta get on it just like moby's cover yourself album which was called Early Edition, or whatever the fuck you called it that I've already forgotten. Second, Second chances. chances. Uh, I am promoting Early Edition, the 1996 television show in which a man receives tomorrow's newspaper today, and then he decides what to do with that information. You could probably get it on DVD or stream it. You're looking muscly, <laughs> Ev. You get some muscles over quarantine? No, that's a big bruise you're seeing. Oh. That looks like see, it looks like it's a outline of my muscle, but it's actually just a huge bruise. Yeah, that sucks. Never mind. Anyway, I'm Saker. I'm the big the human bruise. <laughs> and we'll see you again in one week. Week. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Blew it.